Okay, this is for real now. everybody <laughs> okay um oh you know what man go bayside beat valley we are here today Ooh. we are having a great day we are here on the halfway okay program and i am sean green the little guy for you and we also have danny fast pause it is i hi sean hi how you doing uh not too good my wedding was supposed to be yesterday oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i got left at the altar i guess I guess the creature I was using the altar to summon was got to my bride before me, so kind of a rough start to the day. <laughs> have you? <laughs> yeah. Have you been? Pretty good. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, not bad. No, I'm not good. Yeah. I'm never good. Uh, that's you know that you know in that that Avengers movie where the Hulk's like the secret is I'm always so angry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, mine is my secret is I'm never good. <laughs> Well, I, I arrived at your house today in the yeah. middle of a Crocs crisis. Well, I couldn't find my Crocs. You're wearing plain basic t-shirt yeah. and some swimming trunks, yeah. and you were looking <laughs> desperately for Crocs. Yeah, I couldn't find them, so now I'm wearing very warm slippers. Yeah, he was worried his feet were going to be cold, yeah. so he was looking for his hard plastic shoes with holes. It's about, we record in a basement or a beement. And it's all about my feet being flat on beamant floor. If I don't have that croc protection, you know, separating my foot from there, crocs are pretty warm, even though they have holes in them and they're made of plastic. Well, to be fair, I'm more acclimated mm. to basements. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm, I'm a timid little baby. I got to say, it's finally gotten warm here in old Southwest Ohio. It's terrible. And I welcome it. Honestly, like I, I something happened. And I am I'm a little summer baby now. I think I kind of like the rough and tumble, getting out there, catching fireflies, getting dirt all in your nose, getting those rings of dirt in your the folds of your neck. You know what I mean? And you, 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 end up, you know, having that real stinging sensation in your eye, and you realize, oh, man, there's just sweat all over me, and my eyes fucking, they're burning. And then you rub your eyes, and one of your contacts gets out, and you're like, what the fuck? Where's my contact? And it's on the ground. I can't relate. Like, I don't wear glasses. Oh, uh, well, I do. And then you're like, okay, I saw you spit. I don't care on contact solution with me because I ain't a nerd. So what do you do? That's what I think I like that. I like think I like summer now or no. some is what I'm calling it now. I think I like some. We should have a week. Yeah. And then it would be autumn for nine months. Well, autumn's nice. I like autumn better than I like some, but I'm 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 able to cope with some a lot more now than I have been in the past. And I have only gained weight, so I don't know what the difference is. This is riveting talk. Have we really reached the point where we have to discuss the weather? Hey, man, you brought it up. It's too sunny. Well, everybody, you know, we're, you know, I'm so happy to have you here today. Let's drink my, little, my guy's coffee here. You sound thrilled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Oh my god, what is that? Starbucks? So I do have an update. Okay, on what? On the first annual Halfway Okay Philip J. Reed Memorial Give His Money Fundraiser Marathon Show. So we haven't dropped this yet. Great. The cutoff for the early bird pricing on sponsorship is actually June 1st. Well. So we got to kick it into gear. Well, I don't, I don't, I have zero. Get ready for a live marathon show next week. We're not doing a marathon show. We don't have the technology. We don't have the people willing to give us money. Um, If you pledge $300, Greg Nichols will take over your school for the day. (laughs) Do do you remember, do you remember back when like. When we were growing up, when uh-huh. like someone taking over your school was a cool thing, maybe yeah, like Mark Summers would take over your school and you get lunchables and stuff. Now, yeah, it, now it's like a shooting. Yeah, Greg Greg Nichols will shoot up your school. <laughs> no, no, he'll like he'll probably shoot slime all over the school. Ew, that's Greg Nichols taking over your school would be more like the Generation X, or <laughs> yeah, like a Nickelodeon host. Maybe uh, what was uh. Omar Gooding, I don't was that from Wild and Crazy Kids? I never watched Crazy. What Wild and Crazy? I never, I never watched that. It was Donnie. I don't. Donnie was the white boy. No, this is Omar Gooding was the black boy, and then they had a Latina girl. I don't remember her name. Well, it's riveting. Is it? Oh, is this? We've gotten so far with the show that we have to talk about '90s kids. We're so cliche that we're talking about wild and crazy kids taking over your school like Greg Nichols yeah, with a shooting. Listen. Who's Greg Nichols? <laughs> we don't want to hear it, Reddit. He's a local monster. I got a monster party monster. I like to say I w- I'm very the outpouring of support from our halfway okay friendship club fans. About how shitty the Reddit people are it was very nice, especially after you turned your back on them and went to strangers for feedback. I did again. I did that like sixty percent <laughs> as a bit. Mm. I did it as content, but then I did get my feelings hurt. You know. Okay, actually, I was going to bring this up. Uh, someone wrote Reka, yes, who's been on the show. Uh, designer Reka uh, wrote something on, and I wanted. To, I just wanted to address a couple things mm-hmm. here. She did write something. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read this. She wrote this on Facebook in our friendship club. Oh, by the way, Halfway Okay Friendship Club on Facebook.com. It's where all the action happens. We even coded this episode. Mm-hmm. But if you're not in the friendship club, after 30 minutes of listening, the episode will corrupt. Yes. So you better join fast. Yes. It's, we got, we got the, the, the best hackers on this show. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> this is Reka talking, okay? I'm not going to do a voice. Please do a voice. <clears throat> I absolutely adore this episode. That doesn't sound like her at all. I know. I'm, just, I'm doing a voice. Oh, okay. Fuck Reddit. <laughs> I, I don't want to do a voice. I absolutely adore this episode. Fuck Reddit. The more niche you are, the better. Appreciate the people you have. Fuck the ones who have shit to say after listening to just a few minutes. Don't sell out. You are making art, not mainstream bullshit. Keep investigating why... Wait, yeah, keep investigating why the numbers matter so much to Sean. Okay, well, we'll, I'll I'll address that in 12 seconds. I feel like you say... Well, don't actually count me down. I'll address it shortly. Okay. (laughs) I feel like you say you are making art, but then you want validation. That's not art. You can't have both. I say... Keep making art because I should say BC, not because because it enriches my life. I think you need to investigate like a rudimentary reading course. 
I say keep making art because it enriches my life. I would totally pay for a marathon show so you can get your fake eyebrow piercing. Love you both. Keep doing great work. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. This, I consider this slander and hate against me directly. Um, the, the numbers matter to both of us. Eh, they don't really matter to me. You're saying if we had only 15 listeners, it would be worth doing? That would mean we've lost a lot of our lovely listeners that I already like. Yeah. As long as we stick where we're at, sure. If we grow, we grow. I want triple the numbers next year. And if not, we're quitting the show. Um, yeah, no, uh, you can still... That's not even that tall of a number. <laughs> I know. I really get right, right? See, I, it's completely feasible. Yeah. Um, I guess my thing is, it's not so much I'm dissatisfied with, with our listener base. I love the people that interact with the show so much, very much. I, I like it. I But I, what I like is... Money and thousands no, of listeners. It's not even that. I would li- I like, if you do art, it's not too crazy for, say, that you want... A lot of people to enjoy it. Is that wrong? Is that crazy? And especially, I'm not saying I don't I, want I, a lot of I don't want a lot of mouth breathing small folk peasants to enjoy it. I don't want a bunch of natty light drinkers to enjoy it. I want weird rads to enjoy it, yeah. and I want to collect more weird rads. And I want and it'll get there. I, I, yes, you're right. You can't you can't make art for everyone. Yes, and I don't want to. That's not what I. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. I just wish there was more weird rads in the mix. It'll happen after one of us dies. I also like after Sean dies in a Crocs accident. <laughs> I also I I love the idea of like luring new listeners to something like the Halfway Okay Friendship Club because y- are we going to talk about this now? What are we talking about? Operation Aniston. Oh no, because that's definitely a trap. To lure people into the okay, <laughs> well then maybe maybe this is a nice segue. Okay, I know we're going to openly talk about Aniston. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so okay, <laughs> so I I like the idea of luring them into the friendship club because we've got a lot of fucking weirdos like Danny. I I don't come off as that weird on the internet. I just come off as a person who uses way too many exclamation points. You come, Danny off, you comes come off, across like a human baby. Yes, which is what I'm going for. It's, that works. But you got you, you got Viv, you got Casey, you got Philip. You got people that are very good at the being at, at the internet, and they live there in, in, a, in a way that I like. So your they whole get statement it. is that you come across as normal, and then me and the Bronson Meerkats are weirdos. Is that yeah, your statement? Yeah, and I want and I like to see the interactions. It's very funny okay. to me. So so we're okay. So Operation so okay. Let's I guess yeah. This is more. This is your more your baby than mine. So I don't. I thought I, it was I'd like the bars, but I'll, it is. But I think it also might be biting off. Well, you, you, you I'll said. be the spokesperson, please. So we decided our our year anniversary is coming up, mm-hmm. and this doesn't really so much have to do with this, but that's when we're going to do it. It's going to be on our fifty second episode. It's something we're doing called Operation Aniston, where we're going to try to create. A very, to us, fucking boring, mm. bland, broad, 30-minute podcast. As our as our <laughs> anniversary episode. To, and then send that to podcast networks, acting like that's what our show is. Mm-hmm. And then immediately go back yes. to terribleness. And for, for you out there who are listening right now, the week before, we're going to record a really long episode and two-part it. What? So... We'd already discussed this. I barely listened to you. Okay. That way, on. this is a lot of work. That way, you get a legit <laughs> episode like the Monday of that week. Mm-hmm. And then the fake episode comes out on Wednesday. <laughs> we're calling it Operation Aniston because we're trying to be as like kind of inoffensive and like 
boring white lady yes. as possible. And we want every every everyone to get Danny's haircut afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you not been working on Operation Anus and stuff? Not at all. I all thought right. it was a joke. No, this is happening. Okay. So I started <laughs> to come across as normal. Mm-hmm. I've been creating a profile for myself. Basically like a, a character sheet. Oh, okay, cool. I like it. It's very rudimentary so far, but we have we have a couple weeks. What's your dex? Uh, 17. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But uh, I'm Danny Fastballs, okay? Okay. My, well, actually, shouldn't you go by a, a less silly name? Well, I mean, are we going to change, like, all the information everywhere? I mean, if... Well, no. I mean, no. Like, we're still keeping the halfway okay, the name and everything. Yeah, but it doesn't say halfway okay in the, you know, with Danny Fastballs and Sean Green. Well, the here's title. the thing. is The reason I'm bringing this up mm. is because I realized that I don't have a measurement... And my, I can't figure out what normal is in my head. Ah, so I'm running it by you. Okay, just because you're here, and then the <laughs> listeners, not because I'm I'm the pinnacle of normality. <laughs> then the listeners, you have some normalcy, can give me some feedback. No, I think it's norm- normality. My wife's name is okay. Melnith Segment Fastballs. That's okay. <laughs> uh, she's a Rhodes Scholar. Yeah, and a spider tamer. Okay. And we have a daughter named Elvira Graveyard Fastballs. Oh, we call her Crab. <laughs> like she takes off after her mother a lot. She's a straight A student and a promising spider tamer. Oh, well, good. But I mean, I figured we need to have wives and kids. Okay. To be normal. All right. And it also plays into the introduction that I wrote because introductions are clearly important. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you don't want to confuse the audience. They want to know exactly what's going to be discussed in the episode. And that's why I tried to do it this. Okay. And I figured when we when we record a version to start off that show, we would switch back and forth, like reading the lines. Okay. But since you don't know what it is, and you don't have this crumpled piece of notebook paper, yes. I would just do it all right now. All right. We're two pals who met in college on the b-ball court. Oh. And then... <laughs> Right after that line, one of us would be like, swish. <laughs> we'd say swish or we'd have a sound bite? We'd probably say swish. Okay, cool. We're two pals who met in college on the b-ball court. Swish. And though our careers couldn't be any different, cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> We've managed to stay lifelong friends. Swish. I ran out of sound effects. No, I like it. Okay. Now in our 30s with wives and kids. And then we'd be like, honey, could you take out the garbage? <laughs> that baby noise. We're saying, yeah. ah, you know what I'm talking about? That, yeah. that baby noise. Uh, our baby on. noise. Please just go. Our hang time and our bank accounts are more limited. Cha-ching. <laughs> and though life is more hectic now, sound of an explosion, uh-huh. with pals like this, in 30 minutes discussing video games and the newest tech, things will always be at least halfway okay. Oh, wow. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Doesn't it sound boring as shit? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's gonna be perfect. All right. Well, then I so I guess I need to make a first owner for myself, huh? Yeah. So I imagine you're married, as the intro says. Mm-hmm. So is Julie your wife, or are we gonna create a wife? Uh, <laughs> how about uh, we make Julie my wife, so I can keep uh, my home life possible uh, if we catch my shrimps. <laughs> yeah, Julie be my wife. Right. Um, Aiden just... and Avery are my two kids. <laughs> and uh, Rogers, your dog. And Rogers, my dog. It's like, and we, yeah. So. I think that sounds great. I feel like you are a marketing major. Oh, yeah. And I work in uh, sales. I was thinking uh, I probably went to college for advertising. Mm. And that's how we met mm-hmm. on well, the people. The advertising, marketing, yep. uh, 
communal <laughs> b-ball court. Yep, as they do. But I ended up like just starting a, a rock company. Like a quarry? Just No, we just sell stones. Like a quarry does. That's where you get the stones. They still sell stone, stones, like large stones. No, I, I'm just... Like if you, if you open a bank and you want a big old rock in front of your bank... You still get it directly from a quarry. I think you'd go to a stone company. I can I can speak with some authority that a stone company just sells rocks. There's a there's a and tomb, it is a quarry. There's a tombstone company in Franklin. Well, that's different. Those are polished. They don't have a yeah. That's what I sell. Oh, you sell tombstones. Yeah, you're making yourself too interesting. I sell tombstone pizzas. <laughs> so you're okay. So <laughs> okay. So you, so you basically you work in frozen goods. You're a frozen goods manager. I'm the chief advertising uh, captain of oh. Tombstone Pizza. We'll have to iron out yours a little bit. I feel still feel like it's a little too weird. Seems but, pretty realistic. Uh, Did you notice that my wife <laughs> was named after one of like the female pharaohs? Uh huh. Yeah the 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 cat snake that drinks blood. Or no, that was her middle name. Yeah, Sekhmet. Yeah her her first name was Meredith. Melnith. Maleness? Yeah, that was one of the... That sounds like something uh, elves make to make armor out of. Okay, my wife's name is Aragorn Sekhmet. Love it. Now that sounds good. We met on the tennis court. (laughs) And I met my daughter on the hospital court. (laughs) Swish. Where did Julie and I meet? Um, Swimming pit. No, swimming pit. The quarry. Oh, we we met at the okay. quarry. We we're swimming at the quarry. Wait, my rocks came out of like a, f- a swimming quarry. Hey, you didn't want the quarry. Now I get the quarry. Okay, here's, you don't have here's what it is. Okay, you lost your job as a marketer. <sighs> oh come on! Because you farted during a meeting. Come on, that's and then already too funny. No, it's not. It's very normal. <laughs> and then you got a job. I gave you a job out of pity. Oh, you're the person that like eats the snails that are in the rocks. That come out of the lake. Okay, you th- no. <laughs> Swish. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> We're two normal guys. <laughs> I've also been practicing uh, speaking with emotion that uh, isn't scorn or sorrow. Yes, it's hard. It is hard. I, I I fake it with a smile. Yeah. Give me a give me a line, and I'm going to try to perform it. Um. Uh, yeah, and the Orioles are hopefully going to win the pennant this year. And the Orioles... Is that happiness? Yeah, keep what is, going. What is happiness? Keep No, you're doing good. And the Orioles are going to win... See, that's too loud. It's, it's Happy is loud, Danny. That's mm. why I always have to sit further away from the mic than you do. It's just talking through a smile, right? Yeah. And the Orioles are... Like, yeah, it's good. I need to come up with a better emotion. Do it in the mirror. You'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> so Project Aniston, uh, look at it. So Okay, so episode 52. So our anniversary is June 27th. I don't know when that lines up showtime. But well, we'll have plenty of time to talk about it during the marathon show. We're not. So you can call in and give us some feedback there, too. Or okay. in the Friendship Club. We have, we're not doing... We, we're not doing any of that. There's, there's simply too much going on. I guess Philip will be... Remain dead forever. Well, he serves him right for eating those glass shards or whatever he fucking did. He got hit by a vehicle. Yeah. Gobbled up a bunch, bunch of glass because he, he was hoping to cash in cha-ching on the lawsuit. And uh, well, well, there you go. Upset Tom Tom. He was geocaching. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
<laughs> he got hit by a car. Oh, well, serves him, <laughs> serves him right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what? Actually, this, hmm, I didn't realize this. Uh, this, this, this thing I'd like to talk about mm-hmm. actually could uh, help uh, influence my. Is that your segue? What? Is that how you normally segue stuff? Oh no no not you, normally. You like faded out and then went. Hmm. Well, I was, oh, no, I, I did. I went hmm as I looked down at my paper and I was like, huh. Segwayingly speaking, I'm sorry. I'm just analyzing voices now. No, I mean you you did well. I was segwaying, but it wasn't like a. Uh, I figured that should you know we've never had a segue before. We have a long time. We don't have a segue. Speaking of segues, what was the thing you were about to speak out of your mouth? Oh, I'll tell you now. Um, so as like a thing, so like this next topic that I wanted to talk about today. This is the fourth the, segue. On the Halfway Okay program, uh, the one show we're doing now, yeah. uh, could help uh, inspire and influence uh, my character, at least, mm. for this uh, Project Aniston okay. that we're going to do. Um, so recently, uh, Julie and I, Julie, my wife, uh, she works at Procter and Gamble as a clerical and worker. Why are you giving her a a job less important than what she really does? Because we're boring. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's a stay at home mom that <laughs> loves Regis Falpin. <laughs> she's a stay at home mom. Well, a- Aiden and Avery are boy are they handful. They're the worst. Mm. Um. So okay, we went to we went to whose line is it anyway? The line. I know. Maybe you don't need to change anything. For I, the, oh come on! You're not wrong. <laughs> so okay, we went to the who we, in Cincinnati. They had whose line is it anyway? For those of you who don't know whose line is it anyways, it was an old show, and they did improvs right, and uh, and everyone was like, oh man, they're so good. And uh, so more like whose life is it that still needs an easy check for drugs and gambling? Greg Proust apparently is one of them. Um, and uh, and it was it was pretty good. It was it was funny. And but they, they you know, they always want audience participation in this stuff. And we were in Cincinnati. Oh, I'm familiar with improv. Yes. Oh, yeah. Interaction. You, well, I'm sure you'll bring that up after this. Um, we so. Oh, boy. Where do I begin? So. They have audience interactions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And everyone has this fucking... So we live in Dayton, which we understand is Toilet Town. We're fine Kettering. with it. Dayton area. Uh, and everyone has this attitude about Cincinnati. Like, it's some fucking, like, real city. It's, yeah, it's way cooler than this area. It's not... Not really. At this place, this... this who's you know how line? many Subway restaurants they have in Cincinnati? <laughs> You know how many Cincinnati Bengals they have in Cincinnati? Okay, well... It's a real city. D- Dayton has Dayton Dragons, which is a mythical creature, so that beats a Bengal. Yeah, baseball's a fake team. Well, or a fake sport. Everything's fake. So, they... You remember not- WKRP in Dayton? <laughs> oh, good point. Shit. No, uh, there's never been a sitcom that took place in Dayton. Uh, well, no, Family Ties to Columbus. Yeah. Um, I think Life According to Jim was actually in Kettering, but he always called it Dayton because that was like his thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll kill you. Anyway, back to my story. There was only I maybe saw one person of color there, mm-hmm. so that's that's par for the course. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady was is too good for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Um, one one person who was not too good for it, Ryan Stiles, the tall one from the Drew Carey show, yeah. he was sick. So they flew in, and I was very excited about this, genuinely. They flew in Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall and News Radio. Oh, wow. He's an actual, like, person. I love him. And I was v- extremely excited to see him. That's an upgrade. I agree. No, I, I, that's why, like, Julie was bummed out, but I was like, Dave Foley, this is way better. She was bummed out about man Ryan, from Drew Carey's show? Yeah, that he was sick or whatever. Uh, I hope he says his, his catchphrase from Drew Carey's show. <laughs> Rub-a-dub-tub in my chub-a-dub. That's what he said. Yeah. Um, so okay, so they have audience participation in these. I would been, I would have been excited about David Foley. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. He's very good. He wore a like a reddish, weird colored suit. It was nice. So interaction. They do this interaction with these people. So a lot of times they're bringing them up on stage, and they'll have them add certain things to the scene. So they end up they ended up bringing up a couple of different like couples, white as can be, mm-hmm. and. There's something about Southwest Ohio in particular, Midwest, but Southwest Ohio in particular. And this is no weight thing, but a lot of the people here look like Muppet pigs. Mm-hmm. And it, I hate them. I hate them. When I saw Dave Coulier perform at the Funny Bone, which I know is the worst thing I could have ever said that I did. No. It's bad. That seems Everyone there was just the grossest thing. And Dave Clay was kind of racist. Well, anyway. the people, the, I feel like the people who would go to these sort of events are also the same sort of people that would have the body shape that would steal from Casey Robertson. I'm sorry, Casey Frankenstein <laughs> to create their own Perfect Strangers blog. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And they, Jason they, they have this boring vibe. And so... One of these games that they were going to do was was reenacting the, the players, the performers were reenacting the the uh, basically the relationship of this couple mm-hmm. and the couple, the boring chubs that they brought on this stage. This was the, this was their fucking story. Well, first off, the, the the wife is just the bossiest thing, and the guy is just a complete pud and just like sitting there, like not saying anything. Which I'm like, okay, fine, you know, whatever. Not is, th- is it the guy you were texting me about how he was real beta? Come on, you know I'm not like that. You were like this fucking snowflake can eat my shorts. I'm saying, I'm saying, I think I like when I like when relationships are equal. I think Julie and I are completely equal, and I love it for that. Eh. What? You guys have more of a king and queens dynamic. How dare you? Well, who is the boss in king of queens? Carrie. They were always undermining each other. No, here's the thing. Julie's in charge, but you're allowed to get loud about stuff some of the time. How many? Okay. Well, <laughs> shut up. That's not true. <laughs> Just because she moves around stuff in the kitchen doesn't mean she's in charge. I let her do that. Yeah, you were bitching about, uh, you guys have a Richard and Emily Gilmore drink cart sort of deal that's never been in a proper space in this in this living quarters and today it was shoved up against the hardy's booth well actually yeah the fact that she lets you have that is kind of nice she no 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 she was authority we have a we have a restaurant styled booth looks like it was in a gross diner from the 70s she was 100 percent behind that so that wasn't like a concession the 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 dragon ball z statue i have in our in our shared living space Mm -hmm. that's a concession but she likes the way the guy looks, so it makes sense. Okay. It's not a Goku. It's well, Mr. Satan. A lot of your, a lot of your toys and yeah. acute treatments do end up yes. on top of the arcade machine in your shame room, though. <laughs> yes. The, when they were out there, welcome. And I've accepted that. But anyway. Anyway. It's in a terrible spot in the kitchen. Ugh, yes. And 
Sean broke like 10 wine glasses while I was here. <laughs> yes. Just like moving his arms. Yes. I was like, why don't you move it back? And he looked. I saw genuine fear. <laughs> oh, come on. Genuine fear creep across <sighs> his face. It wasn't fear. It was, I, I don't do that. And he was like, <sighs> <laughs> I don't want to. I like it. I was just, I was, I was just kidding. It's me being clumsy. I, I'm just clumsy. I, I'm the bad one. Well, that's but not yeah, true. Joel, Jolie's in charge. Okay. Well, like this, this couple apparently. Anyway, can you get the fucking point of the story? Oh my God, I'll slice you some fucking toast. Okay, back to the store. So anyway, all I'm saying is these this couple would be horrendous to actually hang out with. I, I believe in real life. Okay. He's a super, like, super quiet pud, and she's, like, super loud and awful. Why are anyway, you calling him pud? Because, like, a penis. Oh. Anyway, so. That's crude. Come on. We're edgy and dudish. Come on. We're fucking edge. I'll give you 20 seconds. Can I seconds. talk? <laughs> oh, come on. You, that's my. Just give me 20 minutes seconds. All right. So, so, I, I swear to God, I would love to just get through a thought in this show without old Danny Interruptopaws just fucking. I don't want seven minutes. That bit's over. What I want is a little bit of consideration in my own home. All right. And don't do that thing where you're like, oh, yeah, you finished? You're now interrupting yourself as me. I know. I'm getting, I'm trying to beat you to it. You won't trick me, Danny, you old trickster. There are things Julie must go through while being in charge of this relationship. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway. So the first thing she she says is, "Well, we've known each other since we were born," which I I hate when I hate when anybody says that, were they especially twins? couples. No, apparently they were born in the same hospital around the same time. So apparently that's supposed to mean that's the great love affair. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, all they did was explain how he was persistent and she was never interested in him, but he kept on like basically haranguing her. Until she eventually gave in. And guess where they went on their first date, Danny? Dave and Buster's. Worse. Wow. <laughs> to the first annual official Halfway Okay Phil J. Reed Memorial Give Us Money Fundraiser Marathon Show. Better. <laughs> they went to fucking Red Robin on their first date. Meaning... Red Robin's awesome. Okay. For a first date that you're gonna, a first date that you're not going to be like, maybe I should lie to the people, these Hollywood people that are up on stage, these Hollywood liberal elites. I thought you were talking about the staff at Red Robin. No, the 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 performers are asking them these questions so because they're going to reenact it, Mm -hmm. and they, I would have just said a nice restaurant. Why would you say Red Robin's nice? Are you fucking out of your mind? Uh, my last girlfriend. Yeah. You know where our first date was? Yeah, Red Robs. Yeah. And what happened to that? We had like a many years relationship that wasn't really working, but the food was good. What would you would you like to proudly tell the world that you went to there on your first date? I guess you just How the fuck would I care? Okay. Well No, that's true. I do tell anyone who will download this podcast <laughs> that I'm in my thirties and live in my mother's basement. But I sure wouldn't mention Red Robin. Okay, good point. Well, these people did not seem to live in a did basement. Did Julie just they tell you you weren't proud. allowed to brag about eating at Red Robin? <laughs> they have this burger with pineapple <laughs> and like teriyaki God. sauce and stuff. It's fucking great. The Red Robin's not great. It's salty and I don't like it. Endless fries. Okay. They come like a ticker tape mm. machine. They just come out of the ceiling. I know. They're very mealy. So all I'm saying is... You could see that you could you could see and you could tell in the performance that these 
these people were completely over Cincinnati and just and just being like, this is the fucking armpit. So just to recap, though, there's you're at whose line is it anyway? They asked a couple to come up and you didn't like the couple because they were too fat and poor. Are we caught up? Is that your? Wow. When so you, when who, you put it when you put it that way, Danny, yeah. absolutely. So who is the real monster here, Wayne Brady or you? Wayne Brady wasn't there. They just sucked. They just sucked. Their whole demeanor sucked. Oh man, their relationship was a joke. It'd be so fucking terrible to have someone that would love you and would go to go to old dumb shows that quit, never should have been on the air. Quit making me feel bad for judging people un- unjustly. I hate when you do that. It's got to suck for them to not have like all these voids that have to be filled with MMORPGs and other. <laughs> We're taking a break. We're taking a break. Halfway Got a question or a comment? Need some life advice? Just want to say hi? We here at Halfway Okay would love to hear from ya. How do you do that, you ask? Well, it's easy, you little paperclip. Just email us at halfwayokay at gmail.com or leave us a cool voicemail message at 937-848-1112. With so many cool ways to stay in touch, I'm surprised you guys ever shut up. <laughs> Halfway Okay. We're the only ones you can trust. Now back to Halfway Okay. And we're back. Oh, what a break. Give me 20 minutes. <laughs> Are you guys on Vero? Remember Vero? No. Just kidding. So during the break, yeah, we were still talking about what you interrupted because I called you out on being mean. They weren't even that fat. And I asked you where you and Julie had your first date mm. and you called Julie and she said it was okay for you to answer. <laughs> so <laughs> you said you went to a comedy show. Yeah. Where was it? What was it? It was a fix up. It was at, it was at a comedy show in Cincinnati area with our friends, Jen. I don't care about the friends that were there. Who, okay. Who was performing? Oh, Ryan Singer of all people. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, any, any, have, any more brain busters? Do you have endless fries? <laughs> No, I guess you're right. So, like, you took Julie on your first date to go see someone you know. That was not even... That was not... Well, okay. At, was that technically our first date if that was a fix-em-up? Or was a first date be like, oh, we, your we're first compatible. Date. We go on a date now. Afterwards, we were like, do you want to come over and play Xbox? <laughs> it's like, you want to watch me play Xbox? No, I did not Because we're at the that. point of the conversation where I think I'm still the boss. <laughs> and Julie was like, uh-uh. You through? Yeah. So did the did the people make fun of the, that couple? No, they seemed fine with it because they seemed just as lame, or they felt bad for them. Also, oh, these people that Dave Foley approved of, you still have a qualm with? I mean, they kind of made fun of. I mean, like when they when they when they uh, reenacted the scene of their first dinner together, uh, you know, they were like, it was like, I want to take you someplace cheap. Or, you know, that, so Red Robin is not cheap. I mean, you're not going to spend under ten dollars on a meal in there. I bet it's a $12 burger. That's a lot. Yeah. For a fucking burger? It's maybe they meant cheap as far as aesthetically. Anything they, with like a faux, like updated, like super soft 50s vibe to it that has fucking bottomless fucking uh, root beer floats. I don't, I'm not yeah. into it. Also, that's I weird, left a. That's weird that it's cheap there. I guess nobody told all the sweet movie memorabilia on the walls. 
okay. I don't need that same poster of fucking Mary Tyler or Marilyn Monroe to be on a thing. Listen out there. If you take me on a date to Red Robin <laughs> and there's a Twister poster on the wall and you buy me a $10 burger, I don't think you're cheap at all. Okay, guess. Okay, how about this? If it wouldn't have been such a, a pathetic beginning to the relationship or such a, a, oh, he wore me down and I settled for him. Yeah, that's sad. That's like the, yeah. the Urkel approach. Yes. Where it's like that. Yeah, but at least Urkel had like robots and like shrink rays and shit. No, Urkel, along that along the way, Urkel was like the Harvey Weinstein we grew up with. I don't want to think about that too much because I really just, like Urkel. He just used science to abuse power over women. It's fucking Urkel would even say, "I'm gonna wear you down." I know it was a different time. Look, okay, go. That's all I really wanted to talk about. Is I feel it's superior so to these people because my relationship's <laughs> better, and uh, and I feel embarrassed for Southwest Ohio. Uh, because this is the best we had for them to go up and, and, you know, and all, all of the suggestions, mind you, were bad suggestions. All of them. They were shit. I wouldn't know anything so, about bad improv suggestions. I only know about the good ones. Okay. Let's we'll get into before, before we do that. Oh, though, please. Okay. For our listeners at home, <laughs> what would you suggest is a proper amount to spend on a first date? $600. <laughs> Minimum. Woman. Woman buys. Oh, you want a woman to spend six hundred dollars on you on the first date? The man only pays on the first date. Okay, I'm late. No, I don't know. How, what do you think is appropriate? Or you're asking your listeners? We're asking. We're, we're asking. I don't know. Listeners. I just was asking you what you thought, and then you gave a bullshit answer. I don't know. I guess okay. It's okay. Let's 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 back it up. Let's mm. back it up. Red Robin is is a is a Yum. is a that's funny. Is a medium, you know, price range, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter how much it costs to go. Going to Red Robin is lazy. And if that's the only thing you can say about your first date is that we went to Red Robin, that's your first date, there's a problem there. That's, I, I, that's did, lazy. Did they give these people like 20 minutes to answer each question? If that's the first thing. You, or was no, it just all, like, no, 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 no. Give she, us the bullet point. She was blabbing the entire time. She talked, my friend. Yeah. He didn't. He was all there. Stupid. Glasses, ugh, four eyes, nerd. Go on, what? What are you saying? You were fucking rambling, and then you got in back into hating this man. I, you know, I don't like anybody. Maybe I'm just a nasty little guy. I don't know. If you, I def, I think fifty dollars is way too much on a first date. If you're coming close to that, I think you're spending too much. I think that's, I think that's reasonable. That's fucking insane. Well, I mean, you know, what you could buy with fifty dollars. Well, yeah, cool Xbox. So game. much Red Robin. <laughs> you could buy a $50 gift certificate to Red <laughs> Robin. Yeah, you could. Gift it to yourself. That that would be like four dates. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't I can't defend myself against this. I I think I'm right. I wasn't still attacking you. I was just curious your input on first date spending. I think $50 is 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 reasonable it depends did on you, what you're doing on the date. Did you buy Julie's ticket for the comedy show? Of course. To see your friend. Actually, I don't remember. <laughs> No, I didn't. I bought her drinks. Yeah. How much is that? I don't know. At least at least fifty, sixty dollars. Hundred dollars. She's an alcoholic. I mean, I don't know. I, I I have heard people recently accuse her of being an alcoholic. Is it true? Yeah, you were there. Her what? mother. Oh. <laughs> okay. Go. I'm done talking about this. I just look like an asshole now. 
Okay. Which I'm not. I'm totally in the right. All right, sell out. So there was there was an event recently. Do you want to talk a little bit about it? You were more involved than I was. Okay. Julie has started doing. Oh boy, there's so much. She mentioned it on the show. She's been doing yes, improv. Classes. She's been doing improv. There's a okay public access. So here's the thing about improv in the Dayton area. You pretty much have two options. There's there's a place called Black Box Comedy, which is basically the kind of UCB groundlings second city. Uh, um, like method where you pay to take classes and then eventually graduate to being on stage, but you still have to pay for classes. So you're essentially paying to be on stage and then they're making money off of you, but okay. it's Dayton, Ohio. So there's absolutely no chance whatsoever that you're going to get famous from it, but they're playing into these people's delusions and it's super gross. They don't come to Dayton, Ohio to discover improv artists. All these people out there searching for improv artists. Oddly enough, no. Um, but then there's the second option in Dayton, which is the, our, our local public access station. And I, I did this fucking back in like 1998 is when I did this, did it for a handful of years and it was very fun. And, uh, I've seen clips, you've seen clips and they have basically public access and there's weekly workshops and you work with people that are very, you know, from varying skill levels. And it's a very fun, not taking it too seriously, uh, most of the people aren't delusional enough to think that they're going to make it from doing public access mm-hmm. fucking improv. And Julie started doing it because yeah. she's she's very funny. She's quick on her feet. And was this her first time doing the televised? This event? was her third time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's been doing it for a while. This is the first time I saw that she, she posted about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and so one of the people ended up dropping out the host and one of the players dropped out. I used to do improv a long time ago. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, I don't want to have to make the commitments for the with the weekly workshops and stuff. I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But I will gladly host it because that's very not that big of a deal to yeah. me. Uh, so I was hosting it, and it was a two hour episode, and uh, it was public access, and uh, and then which is which is already kind of you know nerve wracking enough that it's like kind of like unprofessional, you know, rookie improv on public access. I'm hosting. I haven't done this thing in, in, in a very long time, at least 15 years. It's been since I was on like the TV and it's just a little hectic and I'm, I'm trying to like get, you know, the schedule straight. Did you feel like you had a legacy to preserve? Not necessarily. These fuckers remember me. No, I, I swear to you not. Okay. And then I look into the audience of like four people and staring back at me under a furrowed brow and the smoky eye, old Danny Fastball. Oh, I texted you before. I I know, but I really didn't think you were going to show and up. And I called you, and you fucking screened my n- number and didn't answer. Yeah, I was I was copying down the schedule for the show on my note cards. It was very harrowing. How many day. how many times in our life have I called you? Very few, right? <sighs> Six. So when I call, you should answer. Because either emergency or I want to know where I need to go in the building. Are you okay? So well, then I'll remember for next time. Oh, oh and uh, no, because I was, I was, I was very busy. Oh, well, so I'm sorry. I didn't know you were involved in this. Oh, that's true. I thought you were, I, f- I assumed you were going yeah. to support Julie, although I didn't see your car in there. So I was like, fuck, am I going to go in there? Well, what if, what if Julie backed out the last minute and then I'm just alone in there? Oh, well, Julie drove. So, she's the boss. So yeah, <laughs> you were in the back seat in a car seat. <laughs> yeah. But, Cheerios everywhere. So I called from the parking lot and you didn't answer. Yeah. And I imagine you saw my name and rolled your eyes and like hit the side of your phone. No, I, oh, I thought something pocket. was wrong, but I was I was like, I was going to leave a voicemail message. You were like, going to write something down. I thought something was wrong, but I didn't care. So I, was, then, I was more concerned about me. So then I texted you mm-hmm. and I was like, are you here? Where do I go in this thing? And you were like, 
you were like, it's at the Centerville Cable Council. It's like at five minutes. Yeah, I, I, I thought you were at home still. And then I texted you back. I am inside. And then you never responded. <laughs> because I was like, oh, God. And luckily someone else found me. Yeah. So then I, so, so I'm doing this whole thing. And it's, I'm basically, <laughs> I don't know how else to be than just basically what I'm doing now. Yeah, you with were all just the, the halfway okay the host. yammering. You called idiot. public access viewers paperclips. I did. <laughs> I absolutely did. But aren't you glad I came? Because before me, there was no one giving suggestions. Yes. Danny gave some great suggestions. Do you want to you want to review those? I'll do it. His yeah. first suggestion for a location in improv was Dracula's Castle. Yeah. It was good. Uh, second one was, uh, what was it? Tomb of the Mummy. Yeah. Yeah. Mummy's Tomb. And then the best and my personal favorite was A Basement Full of Bones. I had other good ones too, but that was the end of suggestions. Yeah, because then it shifted to like this. We'll get, well, yeah, we'll okay. get to there. Well, but I also had Cave of Blood and my personal favorite, a poison closet, which I don't know what it is, yeah. but they could have explored that. But yeah, like, so I wanted to go to this thing. I saw Julie post about it. Didn't know you were involved at all. Mm-hmm. I want to go to it because I wanted to support Julie. I know how it's like, I know what it feels like if your friends don't go to stuff. I had an exhibit the other month. None of my friends showed up. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. It was terrible. Well, technically, it was the prosecution's exhibit. But, <laughs> but it was my work. Well, I mean, I mean, it was an, an unknown ghoulish male's work. But I know what it feels like. So I wanted to go and support Julie. And I, I, do, I already thought Julie was talented. I already mm-hmm. thought Julie was funny. But at the same time, it was fucking improv. Yeah. And I was is, like, this is going to be the fucking worst. Because yeah. <laughs> improv is kind of the worst. Then I got in there and I sat down and there was like two rows of seats. Mm-hmm. There was barely anybody in there. So I was like, fuck, now I can't just like hide. And they started. And then I found out you were the fucking host. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool and terrible at the same time. <laughs> and then they started zip, zap, zopping. Uh-huh. And I was like. <laughs> I was like, do I still have time to hang myself till dead in the bathroom? <laughs> Zip Zap Zop is a is a uh, is a game that they play. No, it's not. For for it's it's a it's to get There's your no, mind focused on improv. It doesn't. It's bad. It's a bad game. It's nothing. It's a nothing. It's a no, it's a nothing. Zip Zap Zop, a famous nothing. Yes. It doesn't do anything. Yes. Other than make people in the audience very nervous and uncomfortable. It's bad. But anyway. Uh, I actually was pleasantly surprised that like everyone seemed to be entertaining, and there was uh, what's the guy's name? John something. Yeah, John uh, Heinbrick or what is uh, it? Uh, shit, I said his name like a hundred times. I thought you would know this at the host. He was Amos <laughs> Satan on Scarewaves. Oh, okay. Yeah, a uh, a local indie horror movie. One of our listeners, Aaron, was also in that. Mm-hmm. So it's it was cool to see him. He he did mention he's done some stuff around the area. Yeah, and then uh, there was Julie, and she Julie was the fucking star of the show. Mm-hmm. Although to be fair, she had the advantage with me, with me being the only person giving out suggestions. Yeah. So it was mostly my environments. Yeah, she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm used to that from the show." <laughs> yeah, I get Dracula's castle. What? Uh, the guy with glasses. He was all right. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, Jennifer, one of our listeners, mm-hmm. was there, and she was good, too. Mm-hmm. She uh, had a – there was, like, the first time someone else threw out a suggestion. 
So they were like in some boring environment. I don't even know what the fucking setup was, how they got into like lines. Was that the... Oh, it was like an amusement park was the suggestion and then they were in lines. So like I was worried that the show was going to lose its dark turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then like she had this like beautiful line about how like having children is a mistake. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> she's kept she's it dark. going. She, yeah, she's a weird rad. She's, she gets it. Julie said fuck on the air. Yeah, she did. Someone, okay. So there's this, there's this game where people write on a slip of paper, the audience members and just random people will write on a slip of paper, lines of dialogue that the performers will read at random throughout a scene. I was not there early enough to participate in this. So, and I knew it wasn't you anyway, because this is a, this is kind of a, a basic fucking line. It, the line was put the fucking lotion in the basket. Um, well, get it? Silence of them lambs. Which is weird because, like, typically the line you think of is like it puts the lotion in the basket yes. or it gets the hose. Yeah, but I think that, I think they wanted to be I think they wanted to be little tricksters to put yeah. fuck on there. So Julie, just I mean, not even she just she was in the fucking scene. She was in the moment. Pulls the the slip of paper out and then says fucking on on live television. Luckily, you can do whatever you want yeah. on public access because it's not governed by the FCC and. Can I just tell you the the embarrassing when I found that out back in my like when I was twenty? Then you used to take calls and like oh yeah, people? I had a, I had a show called the Sean Show when I was twenty twenty one, and it was just me so wearing and taking calls and people being like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" I'm like, "Whatever the fuck I want, old man." And I was angry and I didn't know why. And I, and it was it's basically the early version of this show. It was, but so, instead of phone calls, it's Reddit. Yeah, kind of. But boy, it was it was really bad. Luckily, those tapes are are uh, uh, nowhere to be found. So they don't like archive any stuff. Greg has all the tapes. And oh, it'd be great to hear some of that for the show. Never that could be in the halfway I pay club. No, no. Or maybe we'll release some at certain tiers of the first official halfway okay annual Philip J. Reed Memorial Fun Run. No, that's happening. But see, she's no one's going to get in trouble. But it was a very like oh, and it was like the first sketch. Yeah, it was, they were in Dracula's castle. Yes, and so everyone she was with Amos Satan, <laughs> yeah. and she was a pizza delivery person. Yes. So I felt right at home. It was. <laughs> What's weird though is like after she said that, like mm-hmm. some people kind of reacted. It took me like a hiccup. To recognize it. I'm so used to everyone saying fucking wherever I go. Yeah. Because we live in the real world. Get the fuck out of my yard. (laughs) Get out of the fucking graveyard. It's nighttime. It seems natural. Yes. So, yeah, I honestly, like, I'm, I'm, when I first saw you there, I was like, oh my God, you're going to be just the worst. Like you were to pour... Mike Saproni for his spooktaculars, which you weren't even that no. mean to that. I I ended up becoming yeah. its biggest champion. It's it, 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 I I find it. You I just assume I'm gonna make everything terrible. Mm-hmm. I love you, Katie. Was right about our relationship. Well, it's very toxic. Uh, she, I, I I just think I think you have an, an you have more of an appreciation for people making an effort to make art. Uh, I like public access yeah. stuff. I, me too. I think it's uh, there's a certain magic to it, and it is dying. And I've been to the cable council before on a couple occasions. Yeah, for different stuff you were doing. Every time I walk in there, I'm like, man, I need to just start being a horror host. Honestly, you. I think there's only one Dayton, two Dayton horror hosts that aren't aren't even active. There's there's Baron von Porkchop, yeah. and there's a Ghastly Ghoul. Um, I don't really know Baron von Porkchop, but I guess like, oh, I love so much. Mm. But like ever since Dr. Creep died, like there just hasn't been a horror host. Like they, they don't, they don't, I don't know how much stuff they actually do. I should look that up. 
Yeah, uh, I miss Dr. Creep. He was yeah. like kind of from my area. Technically, I think he lived in Middletown most of the time. Yeah. He spent a lot of time in Franklin and his like funeral was in Franklin. Yeah. He's buried in Middletown. Did now. you go to that funeral? No. Oh yeah, cause I would have, I would have seen you. I went. Yeah. I Dr. Creep was a local horror host that did I mean, he if you look up horror hosts, he's in like the pantheon of like great horror with yeah. with, with Svengoolie and everything. Mm. He was great. He was a genuinely kind man and towards the end of his life, he had a uh he did a um it was like some really weird, like a psychic, like ghost hunting show with this lady. It's fucking weird. He was out of makeup. So he was just, I mean, he was basically just tagging along with this lady who was claiming to feel psychic vibrations. <sighs> he was like, he was like, oh yeah, I think I feel it over here too. And she's like, no, it's not there. It's over here. He's like, oh, okay. Listen to fucking Dr. Creep, you bitch. Right? Who was going to know more than Dr. Mm-hmm. Creep? Ugh. Yeah, Dr. Creep is a, was a wonderful man. Yes. He was uh, back when they had like, uh, you know, and the, I didn't I was not privy to it at the time, but or I didn't know about it at the time because uh, I was an idiot kid or we just didn't get the channel. But back when like network channels actually had like their own like local programming, mm-hmm. he was part of a kid's show uh, and he with with this weird like dippy dog costume dog thing. And then he also did his uh, shock theater. He's great. I, I highly recommend looking up Viv. You should look up Dr. Creep. I yeah. think you'd, you'd get a lot out of that. I've searched high and low. I've like four years ago, I lost my Dr. Creep live shirt mm. and it makes me so sad. And I want to find, I don't know. I think they still have some new Dr. Creep shirts. Like, cause they still keep his yeah. like poor Rama thing going. There's some, there's a dude that's basically in charge of his like estate, AKA still making money off of Dr. Creep oh. out of these dead. So I'm sure you can still get a shirt. I don't, I want the old Dr. Creep live shirt. I don't know. If- I think, they still make it. The one with like red and and, and white and black, <laughs> like every other horse. Say, what, what else is it gonna be? Yeah. <laughs> is it the one that's kind of spooky? <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. me like off off air. Like, clue me in on that guy. Yeah, I will. Or it's... if you're out there listening and you know how to get a hold of a sweet Doctor Creep shirt for me, let me know. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Every time I'm in like some kind of public access arena, mm-hmm. I'm always like, I want to be a fucking horror host. So you bad. should. And like. One of the reasons for a long time I didn't cut my hair off. I was like, man, this would be a lot better for my horror if I ever become a horror host. <laughs> you should just wear a wig. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'll go with <laughs> short hair, though. I can guarantee you that you'd have, like, because the way public access works is people that are just volunteers that have taken the classes, um, they sign up to, like, help out with shows and stuff like that that they're yeah. interested in. You would have a glut of help with, with something like that. Well, I would want to do it well, though. Like I would, yeah, want to build legit scenery. You, you know, okay. Well, I mean, at least like a coffin and stuff like that. Yeah, I would definitely I, do it in black and white. There's probably still some Doctor Creep stuff at the Cable <sighs> Council. Like, I mean, like you, you would, you should get in touch with people. Get in touch with Mike Saproni. I've been trying to for the last <laughs> fucking year. He doesn't listen. Mike Saproni. Mike, did, if you're listening, <laughs> Mike Saproni does the Halloween Spooktacular, which is a which is a Halloweenish, uh, um, spooky movie fun thing and uh, i i me greg nichols we we participate in every year and danny i've been trying to take it over or get become part <laughs> yes, of it yeah either destroy it or become part of it <laughs> and <laughs> yeah i don't think mike likes me because for those of you who don't know i'm <laughs> i'm very mean to you the first 10 years of our of our courting 10 years and then it slowly evolves into a beautiful toxic relationship like this <laughs> Yeah, I think 
I don't know. Eventually, my life's course seems to be pointing in towards a horror host. Yeah, I would. I would love to be a part of that. I'm. Uh, I imagine I'd be some sort of Igor character. Right? Oh yeah, you'd be involved. Great. Or like if I had a Martian visit. Oh, I would love to be a Martian. Hey, you could be a different, a couple different characters. I could do, dude. I could do so many characters. Like for a long time, because I was planning on trying to do like a YouTube horror host thing because mm-hmm. i figured oh that's kind of like the new direction or whatever but it just doesn't have that charm of well, public access and you could do both yeah you could absolutely do both and have an actual set with a uh, they oh my god they have the beautiful green screen in there now that actually has like a sloped base to it that oh it's beautiful do they have the old ass ones too that they used to use i mean it still doesn't look great but i would try i would want it to look as fucking 70s or 80s as possible yeah you could tweak it okay I'll do your design for you. But like, very talented. The original idea I was running with was like Uncle Samhain. But then, like, I don't want to wear like a top hat and be anywhere near patriotic. So I'm still working on the name. There's too many, there's too many heart hosts that already had top hats anyway. I say go hatless because all of them have hats because apparently that's scary. But I say go hatless. I mean, I guess it depends on the event. And around the time I was thinking up Uncle Samhain, uh, actually, I shouldn't mention that because I don't know if that's for some project he's going to work on. Jared had something similar to that. Mm. And if if he doesn't end up using that, I'm just going to steal that and then act like I created it. Uncle Skeleton Hands. That was it. Yep. <laughs> it was it was Spooker Jared. <laughs> that was his original rap name. I like it. But yeah, the I thought the improv thing was actually way beyond my expectations. Good. I thought it was going to be painful. It got to that point. <laughs> oh, uh, well. Because the... The improv comedy was great. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know that there was going to be a break. First of all, after I suggested Ca- Castle Dracula and Tomb of the Mummy, mm-hmm. they took allegedly a seven-minute break. But then as soon as I went outside to uh, get nicotine in my body, they like went back into it. They're like, okay, we can get some real suggestions now. Yeah. But like after that, there was a break, and then there was dramatic stuff. Yeah, the, the, the show is kind of split half comedy fun time Mm -hmm. and the rest, like they'll do like scenes, you know, like 10 minute scenes or like a maybe short one X pay or sketch and musical performance. They they go, they go weird with it. And one of the things they did was dramatic improv, which personally I am not into. Yeah. It is is the epitome of awkward. (laughs) It's so the show, the show direction. And I'll change this after I take over the cable council. Yes. The first hour was fucking awesome. It was funny. I think there was a good vibe going. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the audience was digging it. Uh, well, except for the, the older lady who was just fucking waiting for her turn to shine. <laughs> she normally does the funny stuff. Does she? Mm-hmm. Okay. But she, 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 she was thought not she wasn't funny, so she didn't do the, she just did the drama. And I'm like, no. You I bet she would be do, great. She is. She's great. She seemed funny. like a good actress. Yeah. But uh, I got the impression because I didn't understand that there was this drama thing. So I didn't understand why she kept going over with like a piece of paper. Mm. It's like, what the fuck is happening? So they're like, okay, we gave you an hour of fun fucking giggles mm-hmm. and awesome vibe. Now we're going to do a scene where a girl tells a guy she has cancer. <laughs> and then to make it even more, <laughs> more awful in your heart. Uh-huh. He's then just going to admit that he loves her and is not going to be reciprocated. It's, it was very, very, very awkward. Like, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't usually feel feelings, but like, 
I was like, oh. yeah, which I guess is the point. But like, I after like <sighs> after really bringing you up, I know. I wish you. I wish we would have ended on something like more crazy. I don't know. And it, then yeah, there was a scene after that where Julie's mom, played by the lady I just mentioned, uh-huh. the older lady that was there, confronts her for her alcoholism. Yep. And Julie was actually a really good actress. Like I thought so. When she started to get mad mm-hmm. in it, like it seemed like super genuine. Like I think they did a really good job. I just didn't fucking understand the point of like these little things. Because oh god, I I, I don't I don't I don't understand. I, and then and then you left. No, I was still there. Oh okay. And then they were like, "Well, that that was weird as fuck, right? We're all feeling down, right? Here's a fucking song." Oh. Uh, yeah. From the Westboro Baptist Church perspective, oh, yeah, Sean so- <laughs> Sean participated in a song that said the word "fags" about fifty times. Look, it was satirical. There yeah, was, but it came off so weird. Did it? Well, yeah. of course. It's been I, okay. So if uh, you just tuned in, well, yeah, to this yeah, I know it would have been Ohio. Yeah, it would have been rough. So there is a uh, there is a play a musical. That uh, or a play, I can't remember. The Holy Rug, called the Holy Rug, that Ray Gambrell, the person who puts on Ray Gandolfini, Gandolfini is doing. uh, And one of the scenes is a a a preacher uh, talking about all this real crazy stuff that's actually uh, you know an amalgamation of several preachers in his life that have said this stuff like for reals. He's like like uh, the the demons of homosexuality are little gremlins that sit on shoulders, little fairy demons that sit on shoulders and write in journals and send the information back to Satan. And he calls them do funnies and <laughs> yeah. And so now, if you have the slightest inkling of context with this, yes. you're like, oh, okay, I get what they're doing. But like, if you don't. <laughs> If you, oh, and if you don't, it's upsetting. And then it ends with us singing uh, a, a Westboro Baptist Church Christmas the, Carol, Christmas Carol to the tune of Jingle Bells. That is just awful. Like, you're, what are some I, of the lyrics? I can't remember. I don't. I don't know. All I was you doing sang was, the song. I was singing. It was mouthing along with it. Oh, I didn't know it. I was just at the at the very last minute. You know, Ray was like, "Oh, can you be the conductor or that's going to conduct the choir?" And I was like, "Sure." I have no idea where to stand, so it's very awkward where I'm standing, and I, I'm assuming that they use batons. To to conduct a choir, so I had a pin. It was awkward. Did you did you know what the song was going to be? Yeah, I, I knew what it was going to be. I knew it was going to yeah. be a Jingle Bells, but hateful. Oh. And I knew that the Westboro Baptist Church did it. But Not very progressive of you. It was satirical. I hope Obama doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> he won't. Um, I don't know. He might call in again. <laughs> you hear that, Obama? <laughs> yes, tit one 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 two. Speaking of yes, tit one 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 two. We have some voicemails. Uh oh. Would you like to hear any yeah. of them? Well, we were kind of voicemail heavy last week. What? Yeah, we Should sure were. Good. Man, we really were. Let me uh, just uh, get that that buzz cord touched a lot here, so it makes a noise. Okay. Uh, well, it looks like some of your uh, y- your um, some of your little birthday wishes actually yeah. bled into the normal voicemail thing. Oh, yeah. So well, I, I think my voice the. The secret voicemail to hurt you yes. with birthday wishes was full. Yes. Uh, so they had to. It. So we got the over. So we have a couple that are pretty nice. Well, let's let's listen to them now. What do you think? Yeah. Hey, guys. This is Casey Ribosom. I, I'm just calling in to, to say thank you. Uh, thank you for hating me and then loving me because it let me be scared and, and then not scared. 
this kind of externalization of inner fluctuating states allows a temporary release from the core crisis of the self, which Sh I Sean think is ultimately is, is a Bredon's ass kind of problem, you know, of not being able to choose between two equal options. Uh, it's a crisis played out in almost any drama featuring two male leads, zanely and, and I should say globally on Perfect Strangers. Of course, there the crisis is never really resolved, is it? But on Halfway Okay, orally and finally, the listener doesn't have to choose. Drinking deep of those two great tastes, Sean and Danny Fastpaws, who incidentally taste great together. I know I'm late with a birthday call, so Danny, I hope you'll accept my most heartfelt and intelligent wishes on this, the day which will eventually be your death anniversary. Keep it weird, rad guys, and go to Blobfest. See? We have the Meerkat's <laughs> blessing. That's all of them. Casey Blankenship, uh, he he is he runs the good um, uh, Perfect Strangers review blog called Perfect Strangers Reviewed at WordPress.com. I highly recommend it. And he's also uh, James Brubaker's main competitor. <laughs> yeah, for a smart for smartest smart, listener, smartest scientist in the group. <laughs> we have another special birthday wish here. Oh, also, boy. oh hold on, real quick. Oh, yeah, at our one year anniversary. We will also choose between James Brubaker and Casey Frankenstein, mm -hmm. our beloved smartest listeners, and turn one of them into a two-faced, one-faced with two half-sex scientists. <laughs> Casey is like, me, 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 me. All right. <laughs> uh, our, our bimbo listenership is going to skyrocket after that. Thank you, Casey, though. We do love yes, you. Yes, thank you, Casey. That was very sweet. Okay, missed, uh, you missed my birthday, though, bud. The entire time, Sean was drooling and had a dictionary out and was, like, furiously <laughs> thumbing through it. Yeah. You were also wearing, oddly enough, I don't know where it came from or where it went. You had a one of those little propeller beanie hats. Yeah. It's, just... called, it's called my small guy hat. Okay. I'm a small guy. Okay. Here's another birthday wish, and then we're done with B-Day wishes. But, boy, we've got a lot of creamy voicers, so get get hard. All right. Get weird hard. Hey, Danny. It's the best. Somebody's ever. having a birthday today. I wonder who it could be. It's me, Stu. <laughs> well, this is Stu Charno wishing you the happiest of days. Aww. That's the best thing I've ever gotten for my birthday. <laughs> it's a, a fucking Stu Charno birthday wish. That's it's amazing. Nice. Like, yeah, like that's that's made it worthwhile coming to this dreadful house. Yeah. Every week and getting yelled at <laughs> and having to awkwardly watch Julie chastise you for doing things wrong. It's made it worth it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, I do. I felt bad after last week. Yeah. With all the birthday wishes that were heaped upon me. And your mascara was running by like the second voicemail. Mascara. It was very sad. So what I did over this last week, mm. I searched far and wide. <laughs> I sent telegrams, faxes, emails, regular mails, phone calls, telephone calls, <laughs> all kinds of calls. Yeah. To find people to get to wish you a happy belated birthday. Oh, my God. And the voicemail box lit up. Oh, my God. So I'd like to just play some of these in honor of you. These are what I got. My guard is down. I'm ready. Oh, uh, hey, uh. This is uh, Matrix Reloaded 69 from the Storage War Forums. Uh, I was just calling to wish uh, Sean Green, a.k.a. 
Storage Warrior, the, one of the best mods on the forums. A very happy <laughs> belated birthday. Uh, I hope that the storage unit of this year for you is filled with Mountain Dew and all the stuff you love, man. Uh, keep it up, and your new half-naked lady avatar is super hot. Alright, love you, man. Bye. I didn't know you were a, a forum moderator for Storage Wars. I I've watched. I don't. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> thank you for thank you Matrix Reloaded sixty nine for the voicemail. Thanks, Macy. That was cool. Yeah, it was great, man. And this is the only other one I could get. Oh, lit up, huh? Good evening. This is uh, Danny Fastballs from the Halfway Okay Podcast. It's me. Uh, I was calling to. Uh, give a little message out there to my pal Sean Green. Uh, it's a little late, but I wanted to wish... Hold on a second, I got another call on my car phone. <laughs> oh, hey, Tiffany Amber Season. <laughs> yeah, it was yesterday. Oh. oh, thank you for the birthday wishes, though. <laughs> yeah. We... That night was special, but we agreed that it wasn't just gonna work. I'll meet for coffee. Alright, I'll, I'll talk to you then. Okay, bye. Hey, uh, sorry about that. Uh, Ugh, yeah. I forget what I was calling about. Um, oh, yeah, right. Uh, I did hear a rumor that uh, Elevator has not been canceled, but it's kind of in like purgatory at the moment. So I guess we can cross our fingers and hope for that. So, uh, bye, Danny. <laughs> Happy birthday, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's great. Thanks, man. I appreciate Happy that. Happy belated. Man, you're the real old, the creamy. Uh, <laughs> and thanks again to Matrix Reload 69 and to me yeah. for ha- taking the time <laughs> yep. to call in for this it's charitable both. cause. It's good. Uh, oh, this we just this just then we got a review here. Uh oh, on what? Oh, it's an audio review. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Who cares. <laughs> Oh, hey guys, it's me, Jace. Uh, I don't know what I'm getting into, calling into a podcast, but here we go. I gotta say, I burst out laughing every episode, and, and that Danny is so darn great with his delivery, and Sean just busted out in the most comedical way possible. Well, see ya. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jace, who, who runs the awful uh, place, <laughs> PlayStation, Perfect Strangers <laughs> blog. Uh, you're, you're the worst. Uh, For members in the Friendship Club, you can see the artistic rendition I did of Jason. It's, it's really Jason good. DeVoe. In wow. the Friendship Club. Okay, gotta believe it. Actually, no. He's a public figure. He wrote for a real newspaper, so I'm not bleeping that. I also said it earlier in this episode, and you didn't hear me. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Well. Jason Demo, get him! You're demoted. <laughs> <laughs> thanks you for listening, though. Yes, thanks so much, That was everybody. definitely you. It was really great. Um, so I hate to keep on beating the voicemail drum here, but we have another one. And Beat it. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Um, Not as excited, I'll be honest, as the Stu birthday voicemail. That was the best thing ever. But this is still really fucking awesome. This is super rad. And this is, uh, well, let's just play it. It kind of speaks for itself. For you fucking young people who never know what we're talking about, go ahead and open Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah, get, get your wikis ready. You got it? Okay. Bingo. Hey, Sean and Danny, uh, this is Bill Kirkenbauer from Just the Ten of Us and a lot of other stuff. I've done. Uh, uh, 
a lot of other stuff. Meaning he was also he's been in a ton of stuff. He was also in The Leftovers, which is a great show. Don't know. Okay, let's go back. Uh, Eric got a hold of me and said you guys are big fans. I can always Producer, use fans. Yeah. Um, I need all the fans I can get. Us too. Uh, there is a four thousand dollar a year um, membership fee though to, into the Bill Kirkenbauer Fan Club. That seems reasonable. So you might want to send that along, and I'll send you a whistle and a three by five card with an autograph on it. Oh, hmm. but good luck with the uh, halfway okay podcast, and uh, my best wishes to all you guys. Take care. Halfway okay. Pretty much describes my sex life. <laughs> Thank you. I wish it could. I wish I could describe my sex life with that. Thank you very much. That was awesome. Uh, he, we're going to have to raise a lot more money yes, during the marathon show. We're going to need a, a ton of money for the marathon. Yeah, the, uh, that was Bill Kuckenbauer. He was Coach Lubbock in mm-hmm. Justin of Us, also, which was a spinoff from Growing Pains. Yeah. People that remember that. Um, very funny. I always liked him, and I always liked uh, that Just the Ten of Us, which you absolutely cannot find on DVD. Just the Ten of Us was better than Growing Pains because more babes. And less people that ended up being super fucking creeps in real life. The, you know what? Yeah, actually, you're completely right. Yeah, I, I yeah, I can't believe like, and I mean this in all earnest. Yeah, like the three celebs that have been associated. Well, four, five. We're gonna go five celebs. All right, because we it, two of them have been guests: Ryan Singer and also Jared. Yeah. Uh, who is a super? He was a super music celeb, and Ryan's a super. And he's wanted celeb. in most states. Wanted in most states, uh, and then and then Stu Charno, Tracy Wells, and Bill Kirkenbauer. Kirk I have such a hard time with that name. Uh, well, Lou just barged into the room and threw you off. It, it's really. I like these. I like these celebs. It's a perfect meshing of human beings. I love it. I, if I can make a super group or a council to help me make decisions, they'd be among the people that were on. Well, we'll have to talk to James Brubaker and Casey Frankenstein and <laughs> have them get to work on that in their creepy crawler lab. <laughs> yes. You hear that, Reddit? We're famous, idiots. Yeah, eat shit. <sighs> Speaking of Reddit. I hate Reddit so much. I told it, you how much I hated Alien, right? It's also now time for the I Love You Katie writing piece of the day <laughs> for whatever reason i went back and looked oh at other God. stuff okay but this is cool uh, I, this... Uh, I love you katie was one of the uh the slime balls slime balls who really made us feel bad and hurt our feelings when we asked reddit uh, how we can improve our show he's awful uh, official smarty brubaker described his fiction as diarrhea <laughs> so <laughs> and he's published so this is actually a writing prompt yes from I Love You, Katie, that I would love to see. He So far, this was posted like 60 days ago. No responses. If you were using Reddit 60 days ago, you're a fucking dweeb and you should kill yourself. Go on. But I would like if some of our viewers wanted to respond to this. I'll put, I'll put the link when this episode comes mm. out. If you, want a response, if you want to respond with your piece of fiction based on this prompt, that would be awesome. And we will totally art on the S. Yeah. So here we go. This is in uh, Dirty Pen Pals. Oh. M4F, a chance encounter between a Barbie doll and a football stud. What will happen next? What? Get ready. Ooh. You. This is you. Okay. 
Like, I do, I've never, I'm not, I'm, I'm honestly very unfamiliar with writing prompts, if you can imagine that. Yeah. So, well, they're stupid. Okay. But what basically, this is going to be, this is what I have you. to write. Oh, okay. This is your perspective. Got it. You, after three years of pursuing your dream to become an artist in college, you found your true dream, a sugar daddy. Mm. There's a reoccurring fucking theme yeah. in this guy's writing. Within three months of meeting him, you had the lips, tits, and ass you always wanted. Jesus Christ. Why couldn't it just be like you, you're you already like beautiful? Yeah. Why did it have to be like another fucking scientist? He objectifies women. A little, I'm starting to think that. <laughs> you had the lips, tits, and ass you always wanted. You now spend your days shopping for new bra... Oh, my God. I love this fucking part. <laughs> I feel like this really helps round you out as a character yeah. that you're going to be writing from. Dudes, get out your boners. But... One of the things you shop for mm-hmm. is fucking amazing. Here we go. You now spend your days shopping for new bras to fit over your 34 double G's. Jeez. Is that real? <laughs> and a wheelbarrow because... Yeah. Shopping for your new bras, comma, fake round silicone tits and lingerie to match. So you're still just shopping for fake tits? I'm very confused. Or padding to make them look bigger? Are I'm there confused. like zippers and fake boobs? I, I think so. I like this shape better. It's an octagon. Yeah. But that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, I guess you don't. You gave up on art that you did in college. The only problem is that he can't satisfy you the way you need. <sighs> and after two years, you're ready to take your curvy body out for a test drive. Jesus. Me. Uh-oh. This is I Love You, Katie. Okay. I guess you're going to be fucking in this story. Thank God. Me. I'm a six foot seven pro NFL football player. Linebacker with strong, forceful muscles. Okay, first of all, forceful muscles. Six foot seven is doable in some cases, uh, like middle linebacker or whatever. But like, really, at that weight and height, you're going to be too slow. Yeah, bring it down a little bit. Yeah, if this is your fucking dream of fucking a surgical nightmare, (laughs) why not be like six two to six four and be an ideal linebacker height? I'm just saying. Yeah, in your story out there, he can be whatever height of a linebacker you want him to be. That's Danny Sports Corner. Svelte, trim, and powerful. I have, I forgot about this. I have recently broken up with my celebrity girlfriend, (laughs) lead singer of a popular '90s pop band. The setting. Is that the name of the band? No. Okay, that's a good name for a band. I am in town for spring training. Your husband is out of town for a business trip. So you and three of your closest bimbo friends decide to go out clubbing, wearing your most revealing outfits to garner the most attention. We meet while ordering a drink at the bar and with a chemistry that is palpable. I am exactly your type. <laughs> and after a few weeks of physical training, I'm looking to let off some steam. He uses bimbo again. It's yeah. a theme for him. I saw other ones too. Like there was another <sighs> writing prompt about three-way between a boyfriend, girlfriend, and bimbo Barbie. <laughs> The fucking, what's weird about this, and I almost think it's creepier than anything else he's written, is the whole thing about like how in this dumb fake fantasy where he's a football player, even like the sex, he's just fucking blowing off steam, but like he's exactly your type. Oh my God. Like there's some like weird shit going on in this person's brain. So, so, so 60 days ago, he puts this out there for some other creep to like write. A woman. A woman. Preferably we'll, we'll someone see. close to that, I would imagine. Some and bimbo. no one's written anything. 
Oh, they're bimbos. They can't figure out Reddit. So there's no there's no responses on this. No. Why I, would there be? I, look, man, Reddit's a fucking nightmare scape. I don't know what people do. Speaking as like a fellow like pervy creep, mm. I wouldn't even want to get involved in this. Well, no, I mean, you, how, who who's gonna fucking respond to this? <laughs> well, hopefully, some halfway okay. Yes, devouts. You are lovely listeners. We need to. One, it's a double service. It's funny for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's also a writing exercise. Yeah. And three, it maybe it diverts this guy from becoming like a doll maker serial killer. <laughs> yeah. So you're really doing the world a service. Kinda. So yeah, you hear that, Casey Frankenstein? Your 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 review blog is uh, coming to an end here soon. You're in the the final stretch of Perfect Strangers. What are you going to go to next? Yeah, get on it, Casey, you big bimbo. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How exciting. Wow, that's gross, man. And speaking of performance uh-huh. and artistry, I hear that you've been thinking of doing stand-up. Oh, yeah. I you're still, still working I, on your jokes? I'm really dragging this out. Yeah, I, I I need a solid three minutes. I need to do. I need to actually gather up all the jokes we, we've come up with. And you don't have three minutes it. by now? I don't know. I need to. I need to figure out. What, I don't even remember all the jokes. I tried to come up with the most Sean Green joke I could, because mm. I do have a certain flavor and cadence. Of and it goes school. like this: okay. If you love December twenty fifth so much, why don't you just marry Christmas, Danny? Why don't you just marry Christmas? That's one of the best jokes I've ever heard. Isn't it a Sean Green joke and a half? Yeah. My God. I wish I would have come up with that, but I'm not clever enough, which is why I don't do stand-up comedy. Just remember to put me in the credits after your act. I will. I always will. Okay. Oh, my God. That's so good. You had, a, you had another one the other day when we were talking on Facebook, and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't remember it either. Oh, well. I guess that one's lost. It's lost to the ages. Okay. I. Um, it wasn't as good as that one. I promise uh, I will. I will dedicate this next week to figuring out when I can book a date. I expect everyone uh, oh, in the Dayton area. It's going to happen soon. Yes, I'm gonna. I'm shooting for, I'm shooting for end of May or June, okay. or beginning of June. That's my goal. Oh, that's gonna be busy with Blobfest pre- preparation. Yeah, we'll definitely go. And then, um, I would rather so, us go to Blobfest than you do stand up. Well, stand up's more about me. And can, do you think you can make money doing stand up? No. Please make us six hundred dollars before June. <laughs> well, we already have that four thousand. We got to give the bill. God damn it! I know. We're we're fucking losing money end over <laughs> fist over here. Ugh, um, boy, that's, I fucking, I hate, I love you, Katie, so much, piece of garbage. Um, well, that really spun me up, and I, I, I need to be calmed down a little bit. Can so, we tell you a, a story to spin you back? Oh, okay. I got my hair cut the other day. Mm. I had to look good for improv night. Yeah. No, it was really just, my hair was like super poofy. I forgot that it gets that way at short hair. Mm. And the girl that cuts my hair, I go to her because she doesn't ask about my weekend for fucking ever. Mm. What are you doing this weekend? Like, there's some small talk, but it's, like, not uncomfortable. Yeah. But she was like, remind me, do you put any product in your hair? And sometimes I do. But in that moment when I answered, I said, yeah, I put a little palm olive in it. Because I was trying to say pomade. Oh. But my brain was like, be dumb. So I was like, oh, fucking dish soap? (laughs) And I immediately ran out oh. and drove my car off a cliff. Oh, my God. 
drive it back up the cliff. Yeah. Back in there, apologize. Said I did not put dish soap in my hair. And we finished with the shampoo. Oh, my God. It was God. wonderful. Well, that's nice. It looked, yep. Your hair does look nice. Thanks. <clears throat> your hair not so much. Oh, well, great. I do it myself. Your scalp is, like, getting too long. <laughs> Ew, God. <laughs> that's gross. Well, I tell you, that was a really calming story, but I need a little bit more. Shot has a flat top scalp. <laughs> that's so fucking weird. I tell you, I tell you. It's like ya. the spongy part on the front of a turkey's chest where it just like flushes up. Uh-huh. And you have to cut it off every so often. I tell you, I got it. Joey takes you out in the yard with a garden hose <laughs> and like a, a piece of sandpaper. Yep. Oh, the other day. <laughs> I was thinking... Uh, trying so hard to segue. I, do, I don't even remember what it was about. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, like, if things didn't work out with uh, Macbeth fucking zombie, my wife or whatever her name oh, was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then I could just go back to my old fake wife, Reka. Aw. And then I would say that we met in college after her previous fiance oh, boy. was Ardno. Ardno. That's it. Ardno. Was was damaged by a serial killer called the Sandpaperer. Damaged. And, yeah, he su- <laughs> he survived. But like, <laughs> I came up with the serial killer mm. called the Sandpaper Killer, mm. and he just kills you with sandpaper. Like he sands your face until it's ruined. Jeez, Larue. But normally they die. But Ardno, Andrew. Yes. Andrew survived. Yeah. But he was so ugly afterwards that they had to put him in prison. <laughs> nice well he's, he's in prison now nice man. he's so tall oh my god go work out in the yard you ugly prisoner <laughs> boy that really <laughs> that really spun me up i'd like to get calmed down but i think the only way to get calmed down is to get on that bullet train straight to the stooniverse <laughs> I think you're all the way okay. This is Stu calling once again. Hi, Stu. And one of my haikus struck me as needing additional uh, elucidation. Hmm. It must start with you, what you think humans should be. Life takes it from there. It must start with you. I already lost it. Yeah, I have a bad memory. It must start with you. Is it what can humans be? Yeah. No, what was the last line? He'll say it again. Okay. (laughs) It must start with you. What do you think humans should be? What do you think humans should be? Monsters. Life takes it from there. Life Life takes takes it from there. Life always takes it from there. That's that's how it's been doing everything since we started, since before we started. Life. Ah, it's always looking for a a better way, a shorter way, another way, and so it makes all kinds of variations. So it's kind of like when I wasn't sure if my previous fake wife would work, that I devised a lovely way of killing Andrew again. (laughs) Life finds a way, Danny. Well, actually, I'm getting nicer with him. He didn't die. He didn't die. Yeah. He's not bones at the bottom of the lake. He's an ugly prisoner locked in a cell with no 
human contact. I'm sure after snoring too loud because of his flappy, sand-ridden <laughs> it face, just holds. that that somebody uh, you know struck him to death with a brick. Oh, he doesn't have contact with the other inmates. Too gross. Let's continue with the positive, he's calming a, message. He's in the goo sector of the prison. Calming. The nice calming. Of life. <laughs> That's the way it grows. Ah, life is alive and it's growing. And we're part of it. We are the growing edge, in fact. Ah, I love this. Uh, keep up the good work. Thank you, Stu. Thanks, Stu. That is true. And you listeners are the growing part of this show. Yeah. Not growing in numbers wise. No. But growing in like the horrible things we say about you. (laughs) No, I think, you know, there's a, there's a, when I first listened to that, because behind the scenes, there's one voicemail line. I get, I have access to it. And then Danny has his trick one to make me feel bad. So I'm the, I listen to all these, and Danny very seldomly gets to listen to these beforehand. Um, and I listen to that one. I listen to that one a few times. And I, I like that one because it, it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, there might be a billion Dan Trumps out there and, and, and all this awful stuff. And life is a mess. But it just, it's going to keep going, and it's fine. And yeah, eventually you know. humans will die out, and then mm-hmm. another animal will take over. You might be listening to a Fox's podcast. Or a Squid's. Or both. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I'd like to wish everybody a very merry day and uh, a great sum. And we'll see you next time. Everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. If you can tell a friend that that a friend that might be weird rad, we would love mm-hmm. to have them come aboard. Um, let them know that. That it's the best thing that's ever happened to you, even if it's a lie. P.S. Get fucked on the sandpaper killer. Oh, for Danny!